0: Welcome to the Money Magic Podcast with Vangile Makwakwa. This is the podcast where we talk about trauma and how it affects our finances and our lives. I help women of color unlock ancestral wisdom so they can fall in love with their bank accounts, increase income and live their best lives. This podcast was birthed when I started having conversations with private clients and students in my online courses about the remarkable shifts they'd had in their finances and started receiving feedback and updates from people on how these conversations were helping them understand their family dynamics and financial behavior. I've seen how Unlocking Ancestral Wisdom has helped me pay off $60,000 in debt, buy property, launch and grow my company Wealthy Money into a six-figure business in US dollars as I travel and live in various countries on the globe. I've lived in over eight countries and traveled to many more as I built this company. My intention with this podcast is to provide you with weekly episodes that help you understand the importance of healing and help you understand your relationship with money better so you can start making different financial decisions and creating a life you love for yourself and future generations. So without further ado, let's get started and dive into this week's episode hey hey money magicians how are you so i am still in vietnam and i'm hoping you guys can hear me (laughs) um yeah so oh wow i just i just had an epiphany like right now (laughs) that i haven't done a live video in this group i think this whole year is that even possible i think so because i've been in january i was in morocco and my wi-fi was on the fritz there so i always had to leave the house um to go do recordings in the student group on the beach somewhere and it was mad cold in Morocco then I was in South Africa for two months and I had the Sri Lankan retreats and now I'm in Vietnam oh my gosh like actually this is my fourth country this year and It's only like five months into the year. Actually, believe it or not, I don't always get it. I'm not about this passport collection and (laughs) looking to go to as many countries as possible. I'm trying to settle down. I'm super excited that I'm moving semi-permanently to Sri Lanka. Well, it's as permanent as I'm ever going to get, right? Which is probably I'll be six months in Sri Lanka at any given time which for me that's a long time to be in any country I mean actually from a very young age the longest I've lived in any place has been in Cape Town which was four years and then no I lied was Boston it was the U.S. which was five years um yeah (laughs) so anyway I digress so back to the issue at hand so This week, we've been talking, I've been talking a lot, and we've all been talking about it, which is this idea of positive thinking versus healing. And I really wanted to bring it together in this video. I mean, we'll always come back to these uh, points because let's face it, who doesn't want to be told that if I just think, positively uh visualize something i'll manifest a million dollars or i'll become wealthy or all my problems disappear trust me that is something that i wish was the absolute god honest truth as well right and i sometimes want that right i'm like i don't want to do any more work like i really don't care for inner child work i really don't care to do any more ancestral healing work or sitting with these emotions, I just can't, I don't want to, uh, all that. Because healing isn't always sexy, right? Healing is about Mm -hmm. going into the dark spaces within ourselves and still loving ourselves, right? And being able to sit with it and fall in love with it at some point, you don't have to fall and maybe you never fall in love with it, but just finding a peace within yourself around it. So it all comes back to this healing. So it's not to say positive affirmations don't work for everyone positive affirmations may work for some people. But in my experience, and this is really true, is that some people, and especially people that come from oppressed backgrounds, positive affirmations tend not to work as well for us. And uh, neither does visualization. And the reason for that is that the trauma that we carry around oppression is often very linked to finances. Most often people are oppressed because there's a financial link, right? That it's, yeah, there's racism in place, sexism, gender issues, all that. But at the core of it, there's also a lot of money stories around that is that it pays to keep the oppressed people oppressed and that a lot of oppression works generationally in terms and even in this day and age by keeping us believing that we are not worthy, that there's something wrong with us, keeping us in self-doubt mode, right? It's easier. So the first time a story is told, uh, so if you think about South Africa, right, the first time our great, 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 great grandparents heard that they were less than any white person or our mothers were told that they were less, or our great, 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 great um, our grandmothers were told that they were not as great as a man or they would not achieve as much. Yeah, you don't believe it. This is nonsense. I know it's not true. But tell a people this enough for about 100 years, 200 years, 300 years, it starts to become part of their psyche. And at some point, somebody in the lineage starts to consider it, believe it. Circumstances externally are convincing you that maybe this is the truth. And then they start to become insidious and become part of our stories. So even though we don't acknowledge it and we're chanting woman power, we're chanting black power, there's a part of us that still needs healing in that sense, right? Mm -hmm. So that trauma needs to be addressed on a very ancestral level and on an individual level, on a collective level. We need to heal ourselves from that, right? So that's one thing. But also... In terms of just like every day, <laughs> hi Monique, thank you. Monique says you're so beautiful, thank you. So, Vietnam has been so good to me, guys. I just got, I'm um, staying at this villa, and tomorrow, um, yesterday, I was told that I've been upgraded to their best room and been given a discount for existing. <laughs> I know I'm very like aggro. And it's weird because I wasn't even in my positive thinking mindset, right? I've been like, abortion rights. I'm so angry. I'm so upset. And like calling everyone. And then I go downstairs and they're like, well, we want to give you a discount. And if you want our best room as well for the rest of your stay, please have it. I'm like, what? Why am I getting a discount? And why am I getting your best room? But thank you. I'll take it. So tomorrow I move into this gorgeous villa that is supposed to uh no this gorgeous room which is supposed to cost more but this has got this incredible balcony space chairs tables the whole nine yards because i don't know um the universe decided that they should give it to me and they often fool at this place hey but they were like we just felt like we should give you this and give you a discount so you pay less for it than you are actually paying at like i'm paying i'm gonna be paying less for their best room than i am paying for my present room Oh, Monique you say you're so full of magic thank you I, I wish I could tell you guys how that worked but actually it reiterated my it reproved my point to me that this that it's about healing and that it's okay to not always be positive to not always be happy and to be in your full truth right to allow yourself to feel the things that you're feeling and not be scared to feel them. Because get this, it's not about always being a positive thinker. It's, it goes beyond that. So if I say I am wealthy, I'm wealthy, I'm wealthy. But every time I handle money, I remember how um, my family fell apart. And these things are deep within the recesses of my subconscious mind, then I'm not gonna, I can say that, but there's a part of my subconscious mind that is triggered. So this is you uttering the positive phrases. And then this is the deepest levels of your subconscious going, no, she's not listening to me. She's not listening to me. And then what happens is your subconscious mind actually fights even harder to be heard. So Most people think that, oh, this is just part of the positive affirmation stage. This is completely what's supposed to happen, that I'm supposed to feel freaked out and scared when I do these uh, or when I do this, and that I need to keep fighting harder. Well, you know what? The harder you fight, the harder your subconscious says, please listen to me. I am not okay. It's like you telling someone, or one of your friends that is hurting, that she is okay, and refusing to acknowledge the, uh, to acknowledge that they're okay. So imagine your friend has been beaten up by someone, or she's just, um, or she's gone through a traumatic event, and then you come to them and you say you're okay, you're okay, you're okay, but you know they've gone through a deep trauma, we would look at each other and look at you and say, what are you doing? This is not okay. What you're doing to this person is is really unethical. It's unfair. You're re-traumatizing them. You're refusing to acknowledge their trauma. And yet that's what we do with ourselves often, you know, we look at our childhood trauma, we look at our ancestral trauma, the family trauma that we know is carried around money, around finances, and then we decide we're going to look in the mirror every day, write it out every day and tell ourselves that we're okay, we're wealthy, we have a great relationship with money, but we wouldn't do that to another person, right? We would say, tell us your trauma. Let's talk it out. Most of us would say, let's go to tea. Tell me, let's have a, let's have a tea. Let's have a sleepover. Talk to me. That's what we need to be doing with ourselves. And that's not being mean. That's not us chasing away money. That's not us mal- wallowing in the trauma. That's That's part of self-care. That's like the deepest part of self-care, looking at ourselves and saying, you know what? I know that going through that was not okay. So I am not okay. I'm giving myself permission to heal. I'm going to sit down and talk to myself and be with this like you would do with your friend, right? That That's Self-care, that's self-love, and what happens when you do that with your friend? When you give them that space and you hold the space for them, and you allow them to talk it out, you allow them to heal, you question their beliefs, and you ask them different questions. Um, you let them talk about that childhood stuff. You you work through it. Most of us will say, Ah, oh, I see my friend heal. Right? You see her light up. You see her come to life that's what's happening. That's also what happens to us when we heal. That is the process of healing. We know that from doing it for our friends, our sisters, our mothers, our fathers even. But why aren't we allowing ourselves to do the same for ourselves? Acknowledging our trauma and healing our trauma is actually what lightens the load for us so that we can now focus on future goals and start setting those goals. There's nothing wrong with setting the goals and visualizing and telling ourselves positive things but we can't expect that those positive things and those visualizations and all those things are now going to wipe out all that trauma and that we are going to be healthy individuals and walk into our relationship with money without ever like walk into the relationship with money and start having a full-on money glow up just from repeating these things because again like I said we would never do that for our friends so we would acknowledge the trauma that our friends and our family members are going through and we would want them to talk it out to heal it we need to do the same for ourselves so it's not so much about the Affirmations and the positive thinking. It's a lot more about the healing. So, what happens is as we heal, as we acknowledge the trauma around money, as we acknowledge the wounds, we acknowledge the stories, we start to release ourselves emotionally from and we start to release the emotional attachment to them. Because the problem isn't that the events happened. Please hear me. I'm not saying that this, that this is about right and wrong obviously when someone has abused us has hurt us um I was sharing at the Sri Lankan retreat that I come from a family where I've had guns pointed at me by family members, you know, and that's not okay, not by a long shot. But the reason why I'm able to talk about it and not scream and be like, oh my gosh, that 16 year old version of me is traumatized. She was traumatized, not anymore, is because the emotional attachment around those events has been healed you know, and yeah, sometimes it comes up, you know, like I'm definitely, this is also why I fight so hard against violence and guns, because I've seen the trauma that it can cause when people have no way of understanding their pain and healing it, then the only way to, the only way is to let it out by hurting the people closest to you, you know, so one of the things so my whole point is that, as we heal, we look at the situation, and the people around the the are people that cause that situation. And- and we're able to even find compassion for them. But beyond that, we also find compassion for ourselves, which is really the most important thing. But we stop having an emotional attachment to the event, and we can often even see the event completely differently. Again, it's not saying that the event is right, and it's not even about saying that I want the same people in my life true to God, right? Like, so in the same way that my mom decided to cut off those family members, I also honored that and I was like I can forgive but I don't have to let the same people into my space because until they have learned how to process trauma and deal with trauma then it doesn't it doesn't help even if it's family and my mom made that decision when we were in our teens because of how crazy things were and as I grew older I started to understand it but it also doesn't mean that I carry a lot of hatred I go to some family events I a 10 and i'm no i'm no longer triggered the because when we carry that pain that childhood wounding and all that pain with us it affects us. It's almost as if it's still happening today. So we're not actually living in the present because there's a part of our souls. And I guess this is where a lot of soul retrieval work is coming from is that part of our souls is still left in that pain. You know, we're still in that pain. So when someone does something today to us or whenever we handle money and the trauma is around money in some way, then we are re-triggered. And instead of reacting, to the events today, the bank account going down today, the lack of money in our bank accounts at month end, What's happening is that we're going straight back to that moment in our childhood where we're like, there's no money. So instantly, our inner child starts to take control of the situation and we start to behave in the exact same way that the inner child behaved at that moment, which is, I'm going to let whatever mommy says is okay. Whatever daddy does is okay. Like, I'm just going to follow them, right? So then we find ourselves behaving like that with money or behaving in the same way with relationships or any other situations where we have trauma, right? So we're actually not fully present. Most times it's us, the grown-up version of us, and the child that's running the show. And mind you, this happens to me till this day, even as I've been doing the work and I'm still doing the work, right? Is that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm right back in that moment. But the beauty of healing is that we become self-aware, where after a few days of the same behavior, instead of a few years, you're like, oh my gosh, this is just me, Behaving in the same way that I did as the child. So let me start working on healing this. So what we do when we heal is as opposed to when we're taught to manifest and visualize and just say the affirmations, which is pretend the trauma never happened, forget the past, just focus on the future. Is that we're not saying let a miracle come through and help my finances, let me just out of the blue wake up and be a millionaire. Is that I am healing the parts of me that are wounded and in the past that keep triggering me to go back into the past and behave in the same way that the four-year-old version of me behaved. And of course, now you just flower it up with the adult version of you, right? So you're still behaving in the same manner, best believe, but it's just layered up with adult behavior. So what you then do is that you... Get, you basically heal that part so that you don't keep going back there and get re-triggered to bring the past into the present, which allows you to be fully present in this moment. And when you're fully present in this moment, this is when the magic happens. The magic isn't just happening because you're this amazing being and you're all out there and you're future focused and you're visualizing. The true magic, as most meditators will tell you, is happening when you're fully present. Because a lot, everything that's going to happen in the future, we can make the decisions in this moment, in this present moment. There are so many opportunities there, so many choices that we can make. But we're unaware of those choices because, again, our minds are split we're half in the future we're half in the in the past and we're not fully in the present so if we can get ourselves fully in the present right now, that's when we're able to really focus and start to see things that we've never seen before, right? And that's when we start making really different decisions. And that's when we start to change our finances radically. That's when like literally the magic is happening. It's not that people are coming on to the money magic course and doing the meditations and then the meditations are the specific magic that makes everything happen. I mean, obviously they the specific magic magic in in a way, but what i 'm trying to get to is that as you do the work as you take control of your own healing, what is happening is that you're bringing yourself fully into the present and then you're starting to see opportunities that you 've never seen before and opportunities that you would have dismissed because you were still dealing with your trauma and your wounding and our wounds take a lot of our time and energy our unresolved trauma require a lot of our time. It requires a lot of our time and energy. So you're still in that grief mode. You're giving so much of the attention to all those emotions in the past, which is good, right? Because you still need to be there. Uh, but as you start to heal, you're like, oh, okay, let me be calm. Let me be present. And that's when you start to see all the opportunities that you didn't see before and that's when you start to tap into your own wisdom because really the truth of the ma- of financial magic and money magic is that it's not just that some deity is suddenly responding to us in our healing phase right it's that now we are fully present enough to go at to observe things that we've never observed before. We're fully present enough to see things that we didn't see before. And we're also fully present enough to have new thoughts that we've never had before. Because guess what? when we are traumatized, we have a kind of program and a loop tape going on in our head. So often the wounds themselves and the attachment to our pain causes us to see the world in a particular manner. You know, have you ever been like with someone and you're like, but I'm with this person and you see the world in a particular manner, then Most of us, I see, like most women can relate to this. Then you leave that person and you're just like, oh my God, since I left that relationship, I'm a free person. I think differently. Hi, Gertrude. So you're like, I just think differently. I see the world differently. How I'm doing so much. I'm achieving so much why it wasn't necessarily the person often it's that like most of the time when you were with that person your mind was on the issues that they were giving you right now that you've left that setup and that whole situation your mind is thinking differently and you'll even hear people say oh, i now like see things so differently my money has shaped up nope you've just started to change the way that you see, you've seen, you've started to see the world differently. It has nothing to do with that person. It's just that you left that situation. You got back into yourself and you started to see things differently. You changed the way you saw the world because you changed. So the way you saw the world started to change. And that's when the opportunities happen. That's when you start to take advantage of opportunities. Like in the money magic course, there'll be students will be like, oh, wow, I didn't realize that there was money all along that people have been asking me to get into this business venture for like two years. And I've just been saying no, no, no. And now suddenly I feel like "Mm, I finally heard them and I finally did that and money started flowing. Right. So that's what healing does for you. And that's and I think that's where the magic comes from, right? Is And that's also where your self-confidence starts to blossom and come into play because you realize that you really are capable of creating miracles, that you can take control of your finances and that money isn't this mysterious thing where you have to do like a gazillion rituals and you know do all these hectic things that just by healing, and changing your stories around money, you can. And changing your trauma, really healing the traumas and truly healing the ancestral traumas that we carry. We start to shift something in this moment. And when we start to make different decisions in this exact moment, I promise you, that's when the future starts to change. That's when, in a few months, you start to see things completely differently that's when the debts start getting paid off that's when um you start uh going after A bigger salary right That's when you start going after multiple Streams of income so it all Starts with us and it all starts with Healing this wound uh, The wounds and the trauma and not Glossing them over with positive thinking Visualization And just affirmations You know because that will only work For a little while but The affirmations and the visualizations Will work even better When you are no longer having This internal fight of no I don't believe this. Yes I believe it. No I don't because imagine telling yourself every day something that you believe that I receive money easily, I love money and this other part your deepest the deepest part of your subconscious goes, "Yes, I love money too. There's nothing wrong with money. So maybe money is safe. It's safe to have money." So can you imagine when these two when the conscious and the subconscious are working in tandem how much more powerful it is and how much faster you'll manifest. And of course, again, let me just, before I close off, I'm not saying affirmations and visualizations don't work for uh, for other people, but I am saying that the deeper the trauma, the less likely they are to work and they may actually do more damage than good. Okay. So Yeah, that being said, let me know your thoughts and read up on the post from this week in the group. Share, um, well can't share because the video is in the group, right? But invite other people into the group, people that you know uh, need to be hearing this, invite them into the group. And join me for the seven emotions that keep us financially stuck masterclass. So I'm doing a masterclass next week, Sunday. Uh, Join me. So I'll uh, share the link at the bottom of this video in the comment section. But if you are listening and you're ready to jump on um, joining the masterclass, it's a complimentary masterclass, so you don't pay anything, it's wealthy-money.com forward slash masterclass. Again, wealthy-money.com forward slash masterclass. Also check out the Wealthy Money blog, tons of um, articles on there, again, free, and they explain a lot of this. And by the way, I've posted all my, all the live videos that I did last year Oh, I think it's about 35 or something where I explain trauma and childhood wounds deeply and all that in on YouTube. So you can subscribe to the YouTube channel at YouTube.com forward slash Wealthy Money One. Again, YouTube.com forward slash Wealthy Money One and just look for Facebook live videos, the Facebook live videos playlist and go on there. There's tons of content where I explain a lot of different things, right? Anyway, thank you guys. Thanks for joining. Have a fantastic day or evening. It's evening here. I think it's like, I don't know why I'm still awake, but it's like 1.18 a.m. in Vietnam. Oh, I know I'm still awake. I ended up having a very long conversation with one of my friends in Florida, so that was really fun. Okay, cheers. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you find this podcast helpful and enlightening, please can you do me a favor and go leave the podcast a five-star review on iTunes or leave a comment on YouTube. And of course, share it with your family and friends. I would really appreciate it because it would help other money magicians who are looking to change their relationship with money find this podcast which would really make my day also as a bonus if you're interested in changing your spending habits i have a complimentary ebook for you you can download it at wealthy-money.com forward slash workbook again wealthy-money.com forward slash workbook. Have a fantastic day further and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Money Magic Podcast.